episode five of Winging It. Uh, recording this on a Tuesday morning. How about that? We're going to be posting same day. I'm drinking a coffee in front of you guys, which seems a little bit odd. Maybe I should spike it. A little bit of Bailey's. Um, but yeah. I'm right, laying uh, in my bed. You're laying in your bed, yes. Um, basically, you guys are hurt. You guys are hurt. Dallas will do that to you. That's where I want to start. Uh, Dallas, one of my favorite cities. I had serious FOMO. It looked lit. I was halfway thinking about buying a plane ticket on Saturday and coming down to visit you guys and just popping into the bar that you were at. Um, but I was on dog duty all weekend. Oh, more on that later. But anyway, Dallas, I uh, want to hear some stories. How was the weekend, guys? Uh, it was absolutely electric. Um, me and my roommates went there to visit some friends. Shout out Maggie King, Lexi Brown, Ariana Catalana. <laughs> Wait, John what was Kern. going on with Lexi Brown there? That had me weak with the whole Drew uh, narrative. Oh my God. So she's lived there for over a year. And like, we're still, you know, good friends with her. I don't know if I should go into the yeah. details. <laughs> yeah, we'll tease it for next week. But I just found but, that, I just wanted knowing that I found that hysterical. It was absolutely hysterical. But Aaron just happened to be there too at the same time we did. So we kicked it with him too. I finally got to meet Bianca, his girlfriend. Oh, wow. Who's super, super cool. Thank God. Um, I hope she liked me too. Did she? <laughs> yeah, she did. Dude, the weekend was so lit. I threw up like 12 times on Friday. <laughs> didn't even make it out until like 8 p.m. on Saturday. That's a neck. It was super embarrassing. But that's Dally, dude. Dally will do that to you. Dude, okay. And then we are so stupid because we didn't book our flight home till. 7 30 at night on yesterday on monday so everybody left dallas including the people that live there <laughs> and we literally got kicked out of our airbnb oh. right at 11 so we're just standing outside like well where do we go so we just went to the yeah, airport at noon and then um so all the armrests on the chairs like don't go up so there was nowhere to lay so we literally sat in these chairs for seven hours, extremely hungover. I'm still super hungover. Dude, at that point, I just sleep on the ground in the airport. I've done it dozens of times. I mean, I'd be at the airport chilies just slinging back McDaddy's. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'd be there Dude, all day. Dude, we were too hurt. But um, Brendan had his Dude. first day of work today. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but from home, right? No, dude. He had to go in at like six thirty. Dude is definitely yeah. No he said it was yeah. his top two worst days of his life. No way. So besides that, Dallas is lit. Yeah. Wait, Dylan. Speaking of airport chilies, I have a list on my phone, and if any of our listeners can help, I've been compiling a list of every airport that has a chilies in it for the last like at least seven years. That is incredible. There's a conspiracy around here, man. Like, there are more chilies in airports than there are just actually out in America. <laughs> they cornered the market. But uh, the, eventually you got to rank them, and number one's got to be the St. Louis airport chilies. That's why does – why? Uh, it's just – it's always the go-to. It's always closed inexplicably, but sometimes you're like, ah, can I get a table? And then maybe you open up the liquor. 
Um, I, they've got the to-go. Like, that's huge, too. They've got yeah, the to-go to chilies. Um, speaking of food, what are you guys doing for Thanksgiving? I'm, uh, I'll get to what I'm doing, which is very boring. Um, but are you guys, uh, Aaron, you're going to St. Louis? Uh, no, I canceled my trip. I'm really? staying in Austin for the week. Yeah, it's too sketchy. Um, you're staying where? Parents. In Austin. Oh, Texas. you're in Austin, Texas right now? Yep. No way. Okay. The dirty six, baby. That's <laughs> what they Texas call it. Now. What do what do you like? Do you like because uh, Dallas is awesome? I've never been to LA. How would you rank Dallas compared to LA? I got to get out there, by the way. Oh, I'm not a Texas guy. I'm just here by circumstance. Tejas. I do like no. I do like Dallas. I do like Austin. Um, I've heard Austin is is incredibly lit. Yeah, dude, it's dope. It has very like college vibes to it because UT's here. UT, yeah. I mean, LA. Uh, LA is definitely up there though, but like New York City is the best city in America, no doubt. Dude, I mean, I've lived uh, like outside of New York City, and like I never got to experience it. I guess as like an adult. Um, I mean, I went clubbing there one time, but the people I was with, like I was with Andy Stu, shout out, which is awesome. But we were like, <laughs> it was like we were with like insane rich people who got bottle service, yeah. and I was kind of like sneaking in there. I was like, hey, can I do like a sip of that cranberry <laughs> vodka you're passing around? Like, I thought I saw Noah Syndergaard in there. I'm looking around. I'm like, I do not belong here. Like, this club was just, like, too, it was too high-end for me. I was like, holy shit. Dude, New York is absolutely electric as well. The only thing that sucks about it is it's that cold. Every, everywhere you go, it's just, like, crammed. Like, yeah. like yeah. everywhere, everybody's apartment. But, like, it's totally worth it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's, like, 15 million people there. What do you expect? You know what's right. crazy about Dallas is like every bar is like larger than my parents' house. It's like open concept too, which I love. Yeah. Um, I guess like New York bars. City is like rooftop bars, you know. Yeah. But I mean, it Dallas does. is crazy. You could fit like hundreds of people in those bars. Um, the, 70, the 77 Degrees place was like the coolest bar I've ever been to. Did you ever get your card back? No. <laughs> Yeah, a new one. <laughs> Wait a second. There is no, that's a topic for another day. There is nothing more defeating than just leaving your card at a bar, especially in a different state. You're like, yeah, ah, you're like, dude, then you'll go on streaks of like every other week losing your card, and you're like, all right, this is just getting absurd. Well, remember, was it Halloween? Um, maybe it was a different day, but uh, where it was when when I was back and I we went to no, it was when we went to Molly's for Brendan's birthday, and I like. I left my card at Molly's and then somehow I got it back. And then I gave a homeless guy my card at Walgreens and he just went in there and like, you know, he's a great guy. And all of a sudden I'm checking my card like the next day and all of a sudden it seemed like I had gone back to Molly's. I'm like, that doesn't add up. Uh, what did he get from Walgreens? I don't know. He probably got uh, some chips. Wait, so you gave some homeless guy your card just willy nilly? Yeah, I was feeling great. It was after Molly's, feeling good. I was uh, standing outside Walgreens. We were picking up some more beer, and I was just standing outside with Andy Stoops. And uh, shout out the homeless guy that came up, and he's like, "Hey, uh, can, you know, do you have any cash?" And I was like, "Dude, I, <laughs> I was like, dude, I obviously don't carry cash. You guys know this by now." Uh, but I was like, "Here's my," pop? I was like, "Here's my credit card. I just gave him my credit card." Um, I had to cancel in two days. Yeah. Uh, for Thanksgiving, though, I'm probably just going to my parents for a little. Well, but, I was going to uh, say, because this is interesting, are you, or is everyone in your house kind of just like getting up with family, everyone keeping it low? I know my, you know, my parents aren't doing anything because even with their 
uh, like my mom's sisters or people that live in the area. They're just kind of laying low. Our yeah, sister just got COVID. So like, she's really? not even coming home. Yeah. 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 Poor but um, it's literally just going to be me, Jordan and my parents. <laughs> yeah. But dude, what I was going to say is that every year we used to go to Bob Evans in the morning. <laughs> dude, it was for like two years. Yeah. It was like when our grandma couldn't cook anymore. What Bob Evans Thanksgiving breakfast? It is, is pretty fire. Bob <laughs> Evans in general fire. So I'm literally packing the entire time. So I'm not even like I, I'm just packing. Um, countdown. I'm almost leaving. Um, that's gonna be crazy. Uh, I also. Your, you find your wedding ring? No. <laughs> Shut oh. up. I've not found it. I asked my boss. I was going to post the clip of uh, – that's a funny clip. I, I think I lost it on my computer. But, yeah, I still have not found the wedding ring. Um, I, I called my mom like, hey, I'm thinking about getting another wedding ring. She goes, no, you're not. I was like, okay, right. Um, I'll find it. Uh, still have not found it. But I guess we'll, you know, move everything out. We'll see. It was like, you know, it'd be a lot worse. You know, it's not Kelsey's ring, which is like, you know, 10K. Uh, you know, mine's like 300 bucks, which is still, yeah. Yeah. I, so I like made it, you guys were busting my balls. Uh, so I'm just never going to take it off anymore because, I was just, well, I'm sitting down. So my hand's hot. I got to take it off. I, I'm golfing. Dylan's the guy that gets like four rings and just keeps losing them and getting new. Ones. I just wear them on all my fingers and just eventually they'll slip. Buys a pack of three on Amazon. My dad was never a ring guy. Um, my dad was in a cult, by the way, little Thanksgiving present for you guys. We're actually going to get to that story. Um, but yeah, my dad was never a wedding ring guy. Uh, Aaron, you're you're you know at your current uh, significant other's apartment. Are you going to be a wedding ring guy? What are you about to ask? <laughs> uh, yeah, that was. Uh, are you married? No, I'm going to ask. Like some people are wedding ring guys, and some people aren't. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. It's such a. I right, put you on the spot. I'm not going to be married for years. It doesn't even matter. Get back to me in 2023. All right, episode six. Plan on it. <laughs> um here's something Dylan, that i feel like i feel like everyone wears a wedding, a wedding ring or am i am i wrong? yeah no i think i think you are accurate i think it's just because my dad uh as bizarre we just have to have a pod dedicated your dad, to my dad once your dad probably didn't wear a wedding ring because in every cult yeah the guy's banging all the chicks so well and but he wasn't the lead guy i guarantee that he was in a cult married in a cult it, it's just crazy again we're getting to it we're getting to it wing it episode five um but yeah there's going to be a pod just exclusively about my dad he was once a taxi cab driver in nyc he was once the night guard at the metropolitan museum of art in nyc uh he was in a cult he once got stabbed in nyc um he dropped out of kansas the university of kansas to go backpack through europe by himself just the most he's literally the most interesting man he is the dos Equis guy oh yeah except he doesn't drink like it's just crazy <laughs> He doesn't? No. He'll have a, he has a glass of wine, and uh, every, single, uh, every, every single time he's the guy at the restaurant. Uh, we'll do this, you know, or it's a very expensive bottle of wine. And no matter what it is, you know, 25 straight years of just, it's fine. It's, it's always just fine. It's always just fine. Um, Dude, you ever think, like, when they do that, when we're, like, 25, they hand you the bottle, and you're like – Dude, I was drinking Franzia two years ago. Like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. No kidding. Yeah. You just have to do it for the aesthetic. 
but I will only drink wine. I'm not a wine guy. Give me a fucking beer and I'll shotgun it or I'll drink 20 of them. Um, and I only drink wine on Thanksgiving. So that's, I probably won't do it this year because I usually just do it, you know, a big long table of people. Ah, you know, I'll have a bottle. Fine. Um, but usually, are you guys wine guys? You just said you're Franzia. So now you're more into finer wines. I never got into it. I'm just like, geez, you know, give me a oh, big daddy. Yeah. Smash wine all the time. It's like, oh, I drank when I lived in New York. That red or white? Casamigos. Red, dude. White's for fucking pussies. Dude, Casamigos is tequila. Yeah, I know. I said why that's all I drink wine and Casamigos. <laughs> oh dear God. <laughs> hey, you gotta love a good wine night. And, I just, uh, uh, <laughs> I'm I'm a red guy. But Dylan, do you like I feel like you never even drink hard alcohol. You just really pound yeah. Michelob Ultras. Correct. More bush lattes. I just got a bush latte shirt. It's actually awesome. Um, no, this is interesting. So I, I don't, I drank hard liquor. That's how I got into drinking, you know, was when we drank water bottles at high school parties. Uh, miss those days, man. Uh, get violently drunk off of like cherry vodka, Smirnoff, Smirnoff, man, miss Smirnoff. Um, but so I once did this. Uh, so basically, yeah, I only do tequila when I'm going out to bars. Otherwise, I won't really do hard liquor. I just like beer. Um, this. So you, have you guys ever heard of 40s at four? I did this in college uh, where it's uh, two. We used to do this every single Thursday. You get 40s, you know, a Cobra 40. It's like malt liquor. Um, yeah. And you just drank two of them at four o'clock every Thursday. I mean, it was awesome. We did it all throughout <laughs> college. Uh, one day I decided to take on a challenge with my buddy, Chris Willis, uh, shout out 40s at four Sixers at six wine at nine. <laughs> I drank two forties, a six pack of beer and a full bottle of wine went to the bar cams, took two steps in and go, yeah, I got to go home. I was like, you know, that time where you're just like way too drunk. You're just like, I, I cannot be here. Um, what the, about the, another uh, fun- Edward's 40s hands? Yeah, you know, similar. Yeah. Tape your hands. Yeah. Have you ever done Paul Walker's where it's a uh, four loco and a 40? Yeah, I was just literally just about to say that. We used to do these things uh, called sidewalk slammers yes. before they changed four locos and you do Edward 40 hands, you finish half of them and then correct. Fill the other half yes, with, that's the same thing. What you're we talking about? Paul Walker's. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Beachside bombers. We had this one pledge. I think once he uh, he tried to he was trying to show off, and he's like, "Dude, I can drink. I'm gonna slam two sidewalk slammers, two Paul Walkers." This dude was drooling on him, fucking himself. Like those will fuck you up. Like this yeah, dude those will fuck like, you up harder than anything. Anything, I've ever anything like that. But also, before they changed four locos in high school, yeah, senior year, kids were like straight up dying. Yeah, like, yeah. Getting- because it was like antifreeze right or maybe that was a was that no it was like they had so much sugar in it that it like kept you awake but it was like an energy drink that you know fucked you up abby gwynn's brother i remember used to be able to like slam four of those like that dude could drink shout out dude i Um, feel like i never had the old four loco yeah i I never did either i I think it was by like a couple years dude you would drink one and a half and i'm not kidding be like yeah. the most fucked up you've ever been in your entire life here's a great topic for next week is uh so how for the early four loco came out right before i got my fictitious license 
and that changed our lives in high school, Austin. Because then we went from like, you know, God, I think we had buddies like stealing liquor and then we'd buy them off them. Like it was very sketchy. And then we got even sketchier when I purchased, uh, you know, a fake ID from China uh, through Western Union. ID uh, chief. No, it was it was something different. I think it was it, really good fakes.com. It was something it comes hysterically like bad. Inside a Barbie doll. It was a New York license. So great. And I not only bought one for myself, I personally bought one for Brendan and Luke just because I wanted the boys to have them. And <laughs> uh and then like eventually I like Brad, Nick Olaf, and Jake Bird, I think, wanted them too, and they never came. Like, they were so great, and they never came. I went to college. Six months later, my mom calls me and goes, hey, we got some, like, IDs in the in the mailbox. I'm like, oh, yeah, I need those. I went back to homecoming, and I was like, boys, you're not going to believe this. Big no <laughs> IDs came out, like, a, six months to a year later. Um, but, yeah, that changed our lives because then we were – I was literally just slanging alcohol to everyone. Like, and then Dude, we were just And partying. Brendan – did not look even close to 21. I remember we'd go to like Walgreens to get it, and the guy would just be like staring at us. He's like, I don't know if I feel comfortable, guys. We're like, come on, come on. <laughs> and he'd do it. Yeah, we had our spots, like the uh, the BP on uh, near Manchester. Of course, what was that place that everyone went to on Manchester? Quickie. It was like Quickie, Quickie, Quickie Mart. Mart. Oh my God. Guys, like literally yellow eyes. Yeah, you're like, hey guys, welcome. Like, hey man. Wow, that was a great story. We didn't even plan. Um, <laughs> let's see here. Um, let's get to our first advertisement. Uh, this is very exciting. You guys know that I've been uh, trying to get an advertisement. I'm working on Michelob Ultra because uh, I love them. Um, we're recording this in the morning. Otherwise, I'd have some. Um, but this is an ad that we got on uh, Dairy Farm. You know, the, I love milk as well. 2% milk. It's fantastic. And here you go. So please, again, bear with us. We've got advertisements now, but we're going to put our flair, our spin on it. So hope you guys appreciate it. Support the people that support us. All right. Bear with me here. I haven't read this yet. Just came in from the sponsor. Did you know that humans are the only animal that drinks another mammal's milk? Did you know that over 75% of the world's population is born lactose intolerant and that the government subsidizes over 70% of the dairy industry, which leads to 1.4 billion pounds of cheese to go rotten underground every year? Well, our friends at StopBigDairy.com are committed to stopping this atrocious industry. Big Dairy was created by the government and is in bed with the USDA to push dairy into everything we eat with no regard for the health of its citizens. Where were you when Big Dairy ran over this country? Only you can help stop Big Dairy. BigDairy.com. All right, we need you guys to support this. This is an excellent cause that we're supporting, and they're supporting us as well. Uh, Stop Big Dairy. Uh, Just really riveting stuff. I can't believe there are people out there who are lactose intolerant. We uh, are with you. Um, So thanks for that, Uh, Aaron, reading our ads. uh, He's he's got great cadence with that, so we'll keep on going that. Thanks to our friends there, StopBigDairy.com. Okay, let's get to cactus bread. Have you guys been to Pizza Ranch? um because i don't know anything you're talking about right you now. have not been to pizza ranch this <laughs> bread okay i'm about to change your life so pizza ranch is very midwestern i don't think there's any in uh 
Hey, there's some in Illinois. Maybe there's not in Missouri, but it's basically a buffet. It's a pizza bar buffet. It's like uh, Pizza Hut, but it's very, you know, it's, it's a lot Caesars? nicer. Uh, I, no, Little Caesars is like you go up and you ask for a pizza and they give it to you like at a counter. This is like buffets of all different pizzas. They bring out, they bring out fresh pizzas. You can go and just take slices, fried chicken. Um, so it's, it's excellent. Uh, next time you see Pizza Ranch, stop by. I totally recommend it. And here's why. You head over to the dessert. There's something called cactus bread. And you hear it and you're just like, what the fuck? You know, you literally imagine a piece of bread and you're eating a cactus. No, 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 no. It is like, uh, think about the crumble on a piece of coffee cake. You know, that cinnamon crumble. That's the topping on a piece of bread. So it's like, it's like chalk. It's either chocolate or cinnamon kind of crumble on top of a pizza icing drizzled all over it. Cactus bread. It is orgasmic. Would this have anything to do with cactus? None. I don't I know why say, it does it. It kind of looks like maybe uh, a cactus. Um, what maybe I'll throw frogs? up. A, I thought you were gonna say the stuff they sprinkle was like cut up cactus. No, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's aloe. No, it's it's just called cactus bread. And I was kind of just saying like if if you heard it and didn't see it, you'd be like, what the fuck? But if you saw it, it's like a dessert pizza. And it's, but it's unlike any you've ever had before. You know, think about crumbled up Oreos, <clears throat> but it's actually like crumbled up like cinnamon, cinnamon sugar. Dude, I've never even heard of pizza, pizza dessert. That's, what? that's another level. Yeah, no, it'll change your life. Check it out on, I think there's always some sort of pizza dessert on like all the national chains, but there's nothing like cactus really? bread. What about the um, lava cake from Domino's? Domino's. Yeah. I love the cinnamon sticks from Domino's. Shit, I yeah, used to smash those. Great. Domino's is amazing. <laughs> How about I Roy, love Domino's? Rory McIlroy talking about Domino's, and they they just gave him a, a lifetime free supply. Dude, that's really? how easy it is once you're famous. It's just like, like that's what I want to do is like not just take any crazy ad, but be powerful enough to like be like I wear Lululemon. Like how could Lululemon just like give me free shit for life if I just mm -hmm. keep wearing it? You know, shit like that. Mick Ultra for life, you know, like. Did you see the Lululemon mirror ad? They're pumping it hard. Yeah, well, they bought that company, right? I, at first I was like, because that, that mirror company was standalone. I was like, what the Fuck it. Oh, who the hell would dude. get this and put that in their home where it's like, who is watching me? It's like, who is watching me in that mirror right now? And then, of course, it's like AMC. Every company gets bought by something. And then since it's Lululemon, every chick has to have one, right? I think that mirror is dope. Good yeah. Dope. Oh, God. You see, that yeah. would freak me out. Dead ass. I'm daddy. At, at um, first, you're like, what is this fucking mirror? And then Lululemon buys it. You're like, all right, that's the stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. already in your Amazon cart. <laughs> as soon as that logo is so sick. Um, I, it's like a, is it Omega? It's like an Omega symbol, right? Yo, fun fact about Lulu is I've never purchased a pair of anything because somebody told me once you start wearing Lulu, you can never go back. And I just, can't I think I dropped it, two so grand in the last four months on Lulu alone. And wow. I regret nothing. It's expensive, Man. but it's, I mean, you can wear it to work out. You could wear it out. You could wear it lounging. I mean, it's, it's incredible. They, like I would recommend getting a pair of their sweatpants and a pair of their kind of like jogger shorts. No, no, I know everyone recommends that. And what I'm telling you 
is I refuse. I think to I'm in a cult. It. I'm in a. I, I already have the Lululemon mirror. I'm lying to you guys. It's right here to my right. Shut up. Do you uh, really? <laughs> yeah, I'm almost there. Wait, I've never bought Lulu either. I just get Brennan's hand-me-downs as he slowly oh. breaks out of his shirts. Dude, that that photo you took of Brennan, I don't know what you guys were doing just flexing for the gram, but the Snapchat. But I almost threw my phone away in tear seeing Brendan with a shirt off flexing. It looked like he was about to just fucking eat me Dude, through my Brendan's a fucking screen. beast. There was this girl following him around the backyard that no one knew. It was hilarious. <laughs> We're like, who is this girl? He's like, she would like disappear, and I'm like, oh, dude, like, what happened? And Brendan's like, I have no idea. And then two minutes later, she'd just be like on his lap. God, we got to get him on guest appearance. Um, probably wouldn't be that hard. That guy, that guy. (laughs) But yeah, that that was funny as hell. All right, here's something that's not funny: the fact that you have three dogs. Yeah, let's get there. Um, I was going to gray hairs. I know you were. I really want to talk about the fact that you have three dogs. Yeah, no, lay it on me. Lay it on me. What are your questions? What are you doing? I mean, like, just I've been asking myself grow? a lot that. Uh, how do you work? How do you get anything done? Yeah. Uh, okay. Here it is. <laughs> I thought Misery Monday was yesterday. It is dipped into Tuesday. So. I love dogs. I love them till the day I die. I will never stop getting dogs. It'll be a while before my next dog, let me tell you. Um, so, like, I rescued Scooby, my first dog, when he was six months, you know, raised him in a frat house, basically, and out of my car. So, like, me and him, we've lived in, separate, like, four different states together. Um, shortly after that, Steven, shout out, Steven Johnson, had a dog, couldn't really take care of her because, and she was wild, she was a rescue, bunch of homes, um, and then Steven was working like 12 hour days, couldn't take care of her, was going to give her away. I'm like, oh, dog, this is easy. I, let me get two. Um, and then I moved up to North Dakota and it was, you know, it was tough, but the fact it's a lot like raising kids. I know it's not the same, but it's a good practice. I think it's like the, it is so tough sometimes, but once you get to the point where it's like, they're fully trained and they're great dogs, it is the most rewarding feeling ever. Um, so I finally got there after like a good year with my two dogs who are like pretty close in age, Scooby and Evie. And then we get Porter, who's a brand new puppy, you know, like nine weeks and it's tough, you know? So my two dogs are trained. They're about to be four and five, but, uh, it's tough because at first, you know, me and Kelsey were home together, but now she's about to finish up as her job as a night nurse in the ER where she works 12 hour days, six days straight. So I am in the midst. It is day six. It is day six. I am in the midst of basically twenty-four hour watch on the puppy porter, and uh, yeah. And you're also like moving. You're moving to Minnesota. Correct. You just started a company. I mean, it just. Oh, it's a lot. Irresponsible. (laughs) Thank you. Yes, that's my middle name. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's crazy, but again, he's, uh, he's a puppy, so you can't really, you know, he's still kind of biting, uh, Oh no, I don't blame him at all. I blame blame you. Thank you. (laughs) Um, but I'm defending myself because once, no, 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 it's funny because once the golden, I mean, yeah, moving's going to be tough, but that's the thing too. Is like when me and Kelsey are together, it's easy. It's tough where it's like, I'm watching all three dogs and I'm pulling my hair out and my hair's turning gray. My hair's turning gray. Okay. Is it? 
All right, so I want to get into this. How old are you, 26? 26. I don't even have any gray hairs, but I'm also only 27. Well, um, thank you for that. You're making me feel very good the last five minutes. But basically, what's so funny is because uh, Kelsey, she'll point them out on me. So at first, it's like, oh, can I get your gray hair? And it's just like one of them. It's just like one of them. It's like, ah, she'll pull it out. I'm like, ah, fuck. Um, now I'm starting to notice them. <laughs> I'm like looking in the mirror. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Um, this is like, this is a significant man issue. I think this is going to resonate with a lot of our men in the audience. Um, what would you guys do? Would you embrace the gray? Would you go touch of gray? Are you going just for men? Dude, look, I'm just thankful I have hair at this point. (laughs) Me and Aaron have been on hair pills for years now, but I think the, uh, touch of gray, the touch of gray honestly looks pretty good. I think I just embrace it. But so you I'm guys are worried fall. about the other hair issue of losing it. Yeah, so I've been on Probisha for like ten that. years. Really? Yeah. Um, yeah my dad, that. our dad was bald when he's like twenty-two. Dude, you got to embrace the gray. I think gray hair is like pretty hot on girls too, and they have like a little streak of it. Wait, what? Really? I like I like gray hair. Yeah. Oh, like if it's dyed. I thought you were like you know examining a no. fetish for sixty year olds. I mean that too. Like <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's fair. I think when you pull out, isn't it like if you pull out gray hairs, like more just grow back? Like yeah, I mean it's just like eventually it's just gonna happen. Like my dad's notoriously bald, and he's got the kind of he's got like the Einstein look, where it's like all white around his head. It's like the cone, <laughs> you know, and it's very wild. Yeah. He just rocks it, you know. I would probably just bring it on home, you know. I would probably look like a penis, but I would just probably bring it on home. What, what do you, you mean, mean bring that? it on home? Uh, shave it all. How what? are we supposed to know what that? Sorry, means? I thought that was commonality. I've looked it up. Is I'm it? scared. You're gonna um, shave your whole head. Because I would. Of gray I would hair. go Brian Urlacher before he went hair transplant. Yeah, I'd go completely bald. Dylan, no. Listen, yeah. dude. Yeah. I almost went bald when I was like literally 19, and I'm telling you, gray hair is better than no hair. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm with you there, but I'm just saying. You're gonna look like a hand job with fucking bald <laughs> head. I know, but you know, it's like with anything. It's like you just laugh at me and look at me for five straight days, and then you get used to it. You know, I guess just gonna embrace it. But hear me out. If you have a very bald head, you have to be able to rock like a thick beard. Yes, because true. And I cannot look do that. Weird as hell. If you have no beard and you just have a bald head, you, you look like a neo-Nazi, like a yeah. skinhead. Like I would look ill. You know, like I'm not knocking. Yeah. I would look like a cancer patient. <laughs> I'm not trying to be insensitive there, but that's what I would literally look like. Um, Dude, plus I'm, the gray hair doesn't just come all in like a week. It's not like decades. Well, when's it going to come? You know, that's kind of like what I'm wondering is like, all right, I'm seeing like some here and there. Like it's obvious, like no one looking at me. He's like, oh, this guy's graying. But like, and you say, just embrace it. But what if I'm, you know, what if I'm 28 and just <laughs> a silver fox? It's like, how the fuck old is this guy? Dude, I'd be I know- like Benjamin Button. I know kids our age that have like half heads of gray hair. Shit's stressful, dude. You ever been on social media these days? Yeah, true. But that's what's so funny is like I would just you just have to learn to laugh at yourself. Like that's you know. Wait, did Brian Erlacher go bald and then get a full hair transplant? Well, he was bald, and dude, his billboards are all over Chicago, and he went bald, and then I think Jason Whitlock did this too. You know, it's where the bald guys like give themselves head of hair, and they're just like, yeah, what? 
Yeah. It's like, dude, you were bald yeah. yesterday, and now you have a full head of hair. Like Creed from The Office. Yeah, What's up, yeah. dude? I'm 28. <laughs> Literally. God, I think this has been a really Back strong episode. Office reference that you made. Um, we, we, again, I think I've gotten pro, and somehow I have not gotten pro. I, it's okay. I'm Let's so hear about your dad and Colt. Yeah, I mean, we've got five minutes. I'm wondering if we just get to some stupid uh, something. Oh, we got, let's get to anniversaries, and then we'll wrap up in the next Zoom meeting with Do my dad. Do we get to Nicole. anniversaries? Okay. Yeah. So, um, Bianca, I'm kind of stealing this from Bianca, but she always, like, complains that all social media, like, you know, like, every, like, fourth post is like, babe, happy, like, three-month anniversary. Happy, like, yeah. four-month anniversary. First off, an anniversary means once a year. Correct. Second off, no one gives a fuck if you've been dating for like two months. No one even really gives a fuck if you've been dating for a year. See, so I like, feel I just, like that. I feel like that was more in high school where it was like, oh my god, you know, our first oh, month. No, I see it all the time still. That's crazy. And I just don't get like where the disconnect on social media, especially Instagram, is between people like not realizing like that no one cares like i it's so insane like post it to facebook so your grandma can see better yet just text it to your grandma it's like the same thing as when people post like a huge thing for like their dad's birthday or like father's day their dad doesn't even have an instagram like, <laughs> yeah father's doing? day is crazy yeah it's yeah. just like clout to show like your friends that you care about your dad we get it. Somebody once asked me why I didn't post on my story for Bo's birthday. I'm like, he's six. He doesn't <laughs> have an Instagram. Like, what are you? Ta- what are you talking You're about? You're a terrible father. You I post. feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Like, what is society becoming? Well, Wait, here it is. Want you to post your anniversary? No, uh, no, no, no. She's the one that's always like, these people need to yeah. shut the fuck up there's also another thing she always says like about babies where like people will post like my one month old he's already starting to develop such a spongy personality you're like (laughs) the baby she's like tell he's a genius blowing bubbles like drooling on his own face it's not a personality he has no idea what's going on all right so here's kelsey's one of these people um she is taking a photo of porter next to a chalkboard every single week i mean it's oh, kind of but yeah she's one of those people no, it's you know, cute to see him growing but here's here's what you mentioned father's day get ready for the biggest social media kind of just whoring out thanksgiving we have to see everyone's thanksgiving outfit tomorrow so thankful for my family so thankful for my family i never see and i take photos with i mean awesome come on you're gonna take oh, a photo yeah. tomorrow are you not no, that's right. And no, the Father's Day thing, you're so right. Like, not a single father has an Instagram. Nobody. There's <laughs> one person we know. I couldn't name one dad that has an Instagram. All right, we wrap up with my dad, speaking of dads, in a cult story. Next. Okay, we're still here. Wing it. Episode 5, the Platts Brothers, Aaron and Austin. Fresh off a weekend from Dallas, I'm Dylan Corbett. Um, my dad was in a cult getting to that here 
happy Thanksgiving. Again, this is dropping here on Tuesday. Uh, many of you are going to just be sitting on your phones this weekend. Great chance to get caught up. We'll post the links to all the episodes. This episode five, and we'll be back with episode six next week. But before the cult and why Austin's chick won't kiss him, got to get to that. <laughs> um, let's talk about Christmas cards. All right, so um, <laughs> what happened there? So, uh, we were talking about our house doing a Christmas card, and Ooh, I was I like, like "Do people still do that? And have you guys ever done it? Slash, like, what do you do for it?" I did a uh, you know like a fake Christmas. It's just kind of like an Instagram photo. You know, what I'm talking about like it, you just do it for like, hey, here's our Christmas card. You're like, hey, are we still actually going to the post office to mail out a Christmas card? Like, you can only take the gag so far at that point. You know, or <laughs> you're like losing money on the gag. Um, you know, because the only reason like Christmas cards were a thing. You know, my mom sent them out. I don't think she's done them the last two years, but she used to do like a full kind of recap of the family. You know, paragraph and then photos from the year and send them out and then people who do send them out we would you know hang them up but yeah i i think just people are so down on 2020 i doubt many people are even getting up to take photos yo i i would print them out and send them out me and my roommates are doing it it's like a pretty funny thing to do in your 20s i think um because like our cousin how are you getting everyone's address like what this sounds like you just gotta you gotta text your friends and ask them for their address it is going to make them laugh so goddamn hard to get a funny. You should all dress up in complete white, head to toe, have Drew in his like weird suspenders thing that he made that TikTok in. <laughs> Mario. Dude, with like a dog, people will think it's so funny. Like imagine that hanging on like Lexi's fridge or something. Yeah, we should we should convince everybody to do it so that we can have a fridge full of all of our friends. You know wow. I mean? Seems like a tall order. Um, I'll Not put that you guys into that. that happening. <laughs> I'm moving, so I mean, you can ha- how about you guys email me? Um, <laughs> Austin, you guys are getting evicted, so you got this now or never. Oh, yeah. God. That's, what uh, happened? That's a huge story, too. <laughs> Good. Tease it. I tease basically it. was walking into the palace, and our landlord was walking by, and we started talking about these stray kittens, and I was like, hey, you know, we have a six month lease and I was like, Hey, we'd like to extend it if possible. Cause they said we could, he's like, Oh yeah. I've been meaning to tell you we're closing on this deal for this guy to buy this property and he's going to demolish it. And I'm like, oh, what? that's like a <laughs> national yeah, treasure. He's going to build a, a neighborhood or like an apartment. And I'm like, dude, what? That's like, all. <laughs> okay. he goes, so you got to be out by next month. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Good God. God. Oh, I didn't no, tell no. you. You better get out before the bulldozer shows up. Right. No, we just stay inside. We're like, we're not fucking leaving. <laughs> <laughs> You're just throwing beer cans at him. No. But he said, um, the guy, I mean, it's going to take a while to get the permits, and he's going to introduce me to the new landlord. So we could be here for like a It's all a money year. grab. I mean. So we, he said he'll keep me updated, and I guess I'll keep you guys updated too. <laughs> All right. Appreciate it. All right. Let's get to my dad was in a cult. So basically, again, the so as I'm growing up, you know, my dad, I'm not comprehending everything. My, dad, my dad's in a, my dad goes, yeah, I was once in a Buddhist cult. And I was like, okay, like my dad was just kind of like, yeah, speaking of being a taxi driver, getting stabbed in New York, being the night guard at an art museum, 
uh, he was also a Buddhist. So I was just kind of like, I always harped on, oh, he was a Buddhist. I never really kind of dived into the whole cult thing. Um, and he, you know, I always grew up knowing that my dad had married some wife, Sandy, who I'd never met, never knew, uh, you know, my dad, I think she's no longer with us. Just like she completely never had a partner in her life. I just knew her as my dad's first wife, Sandy. And my dad is 13 years older than my mom, right? My dad's a, an ancient fossil. Many of you know me know that. So I'm just like, okay, that's crazy. Now I'm, uh, now I watched The Vow, which Aaron talked about, we've talked about on this pod, um, which is just really dived into kind of like how cults can still exist in the modern age, you know, because we've talked about it. it's not like you don't willingly join a cult. It's just you don't realize you're in a cult until it's too late, until you wake up and you're just like, what the hell have I done for the last seven years of my life? Um, so, you know, I started like really watching the vow and just kind of realizing, wow, this is kind of really fucked up how they really brainwash you just by having a smart guy who kind of tells you, Hey, I'm trying to do this, uh, for the betterment of the world. The world's corrupt. The world's this, he's just spewing all this propaganda at you and getting in your head. And I talked about earlier this episode, how my dad, uh, you know, he was a lost individual dropped out of Kansas and went to, you know, Europe to backpack. He's doing whatever he wants. So he was probably, and again, I want to interview him about it because I'm interested now that I know more about cults. He was probably just lost. And maybe the Buddhist culture kind of really appealed to him. And all of a sudden, he's in a cult. Um, Wait, was it in the U.S.? In the U.S., I've got to ask him about it, too. Again, I don't know where it is, what it was. Um, but again, I have to just kind of divulge so much answers and maybe i'll interview him about it over things dude but there's like two different types of cults because the vow was about nexium it's like people didn't realize they were in a cult it wasn't like you can't leave but if you leave we're gonna sue the fuck out of you and you can't leave no i mean that that's the same thing as like scientology i get exactly but like until they got intimidated or threatened they didn't know they were in a cult right i just watched waco Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if you guys have seen that. It's about this cult in Waco, Texas. Those people fully knew they were in a cult and were like, I should have left years ago, but I haven't. And I'm like, <laughs> what are you doing? Because the well, guy's um, like, you're free to go. He literally was like, I have nothing on you. You're free to go. And they like thought he's the second coming of Christ. Because, yeah, you even these people, because even the vow, when it wrapped up, it was like, you know, there's all this bad publicity that people are reading, but then you just talk to the guy and he'll talk you out of it because he's like in your head, the so supreme true. leader. Um, so yeah, how, it's you know how long he was in it for. I think 12 years. Like, I'm gonna I love to, how you teased this for four episodes and you don't know anything. <laughs> yeah, correct. We are gonna be so pissed. I know, I know. That's uh, Wait, I like 12? you hate listening to this. 12 years was so, it like again i think a, that was roughly the year but here's here's what's crazy about it is he got married and in this cult and what happened in the vow is people just you know they had high-ranking members of the cult at their wedding like you know the cult yeah. was their life so i really want to know like my dad's first did it why did it end did my dad finally wake up and realize yeah i was in a fucking cult i wasted this like why don't we hear about his wife again these are the and questions he's probably still in the cult yeah <laughs> i'm probably in it well remember uh what was the t- tiger king right 
Um, how about that one guy that had all that, all those women with him, and that wasn't a cult. You know, there's so many just weird things going around in the United States. You know, true. Yeah, I heard Vin Diesel rolls with like the same twelve women, and he has like a little mini cult. Going. They're like his bodyguards, apparently. Uh, yeah. I was listening to that on BFFs, right? Same, yeah. Yes. Wait, so Dylan, was this like in a specific location that he didn't leave, or was it like work from home? I bet he doesn't know. I bet it was uh, because this was way back when, so I bet it was at a specific location because at the Vow they were talking about how you know some people were just because they want to go global, right? They're they're playing the cults are like trying to change humanity. They're trying to change the way you think. But again, like all cults are bad in some way. So I want to know the secrecy of why, what happened here, you know, in the vow next year, and they were branding women, they were blackmailing women. It was very weird. Um, you know, was that going on in this cult? Um, it's just so many questions. Who was the Supreme leader? Yeah. Um, like what the hell is going on? So my dad, we're going to have to get him on the pod. He was in a cult for inexplicably 12 years, married in it. And you know, I wonder what the waking up moment was. Please get him on <laughs> Aaron, watch us like interview him. He's like, oh no, it was just like a social club. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Dylan, dude, it was a book he, club. He like still doesn't, still <laughs> doesn't like, accept it. What, the story under delivered, you thought? five episodes. No, I just want more info. I'm sorry, yeah. I got distracted. I know we said we wouldn't talk about this, but Opti just fell below four cents and I have oh, to go. Dear, sweet, I, got, I gotta go do some purchasing. That's very fair. That's a good good place to end it. Um, we still got to get to WrestleMania, and I will have more answers for you. I'm going to interview my dad in depth over Thanksgiving about this cult. So more answers coming up. That's episode six of Wing It. Hit subscribe. Um, get you out of here on this with uh, – we told you to watch Brockmire. Austin did his homework. He watched two immediately. I got through one. Aaron dropped the ball. But here's what we want to do because we realized, you know, Brockmire is pretty niche. So we have female listeners to this. We have male listeners to this. Um, so we want your suggestions. What are shows that we should watch um, and talk about? What should we talk about? Uh, Austin, you've got our Gmail that people can hit up with questions, listener questions about the show, subjects, anything, drop a review, subscribe. A lot of ways to get in touch with us on the show here and help out the content. Yeah, I mean, there was no chance any girl was going to watch that show. And Fair I mean, enough. we didn't even watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, if winging you it. if you email podwingingit at gmail and winging doesn't have a G at the end, it's just podwingingit. it. Yeah, just send us stuff, literally whatever your thoughts are, what you want us to talk about, what shows you want us to watch, and we'll review them maybe <laughs> some more questions about you know maybe a suggestion of where the hell my wedding ring is uh some more questions maybe i didn't think about about cults that you would like me to ask my dad a lot of different stuff that we can kind of just open free for all to you guys um you know what do you guys like about the stock opti uh oh we gotta get aaron out of here he's already he's already trading he's day trading right now um, dude i'm sorry listen it doesn't happen often <laughs> are you buying more yeah, I'm getting I'm going in. <laughs> I love it. Hashtag winning. Um, Aaron Platts, Austin Platts. I'm Dylan Corbett. I think this is a really good episode. Um, episode five here. Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We do appreciate it. Hit subscribe. Enjoy Thanksgiving. Be safe. We'll talk Peace. to you guys again next week.